0: Welcome to the second day of this month. God is good, and I'm grateful for the privilege to come your way with this encouragement today. As we go through the season of speaking the truth of God over our lives, in order to see the fruit of the Word in our lives. I pray that your Spirit will be ignited to learn from Jesus, to learn from the Scriptures, and to be able to experience God for what He is doing in our day and our time. Amen. Father, I thank you that you speak to our heart. You quicken us and release us into manifesting all you have called us to manifest. I speak against every hindrance, spiritual or physical, standing in the way, hindering your children from stepping boldly, into that which you have appointed and anointed us for. Rebuke every such thing in Jesus' name. And I thank you that we are marching forward in your strength and in your power, in all wisdom and by all grace. You are good and you are faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Amen been reading and pondering on the story of Jesus walking on water, and also of Peter walking on water, but we are not just looking at that part of the story alone, but we are learning different things from the entire story. So, we've come to the verse number 25, where Scripture says, and that is Matthew chapter 14 verse 25. That is where we've got into for anyone who have not listened to the first three series or first four series. I want to encourage you to do that and connect with where we've got into in the podcast. The verse number 25 says, and in the fourth watch. the night he came to them walking on the sea so jesus came to the disciples in the middle of the storm hallelujah he showed up he never left them down he's the ever present help in time of need some Number 46, verse number 1. So let's go on today, focusing on the verse number 26. It says, but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. Now I want you to pay attention to the 26 again. What can we learn from it? These are the disciples of Jesus. They were just coming from a mega event where Jesus have just performed an unbelievable miracle that involved them also. Jesus have just dispatched them to go to the other side. And for this moment, they were alone. And now they were dealing with storm that is against them, the winds that is against them. And so they have already been prepared even to enter into the mood of fear, not knowing what was going on. And to add to the whole situation, now they see someone walking on the sea approaching them. Just think about it. It is true that Jesus has spoken to them. Go to the other side. But it is also true that they are having the winds against them. They are having the waves <laughs> lashing on their boat the whole time. And now out of nowhere, something they've never seen before, something they could never imagine, this is someone walking on water coming to them. And so the Bible says, when they saw what they saw, they were terrified. And then they started speaking. But what did they say? They said it is a ghost. They described what they were seeing to be something that in their imagination it could be. Take note, it wasn't a ghost, but that is what they could think of. So that is how they described it. And because they described it that way, they now started crying out in fear. All the faith, all the joy, all the sharing and, and and having fun with each other about how the miracle service was and how much miracle have taken place with so many people being fed and being blessed. and All the focus on what God have done in a moment was gone. It was no more faith, it was now fear. But how did they get here? And I want you to look at the verse 26 one more time. It says, "When the disciples saw." So the first key and the first important thing is to understand that what you see have an influence. What they saw, the Bible says, that made them be terrified. Where did being terrified take place? It was all inside them. The expression of their terror, the fear they were feeling, was connected to what they were seeing. What they were processing in their mind, what they were processing in their thinking, what they were processing in their heart, is what terrified them. It had nothing to do with the reality. It had everything to do with how they interpreted what they were seeing. So your seeing will ignite a thinking, will ignite a feeling, will ignite an interpretation within you which can cause you to have faith or it can terrify you. You know, sometimes you are okay until you see the result from the doctor. Sometimes you are okay until you move your own dress and you see how something is growing at this side of your body. Sometimes you are okay until you see in a certain movie or film or documentary or explanation what somebody is explaining. And all of a sudden something is activated in your thinking, in your emotions and it begins to begin to affect the interpretation of the situation within you all this was within them so they saw point number two they got terrified within themselves processing the whole thing they were seeing quickly as they can interpreting what they were seeing according to all the knowledge and understanding they had. At that moment, their focus was not on the Lord. At that moment, their focus was not on on faith or the miracle they have just experienced. Their focus was suddenly on all the things that were happening. So they were interpreting it. The, step, the third step that came is now they spoke. So they saw, they interpreted inwardly, and now what was in them came out as words. How were they interpreting what they were seeing? Their first interpretation was not, oh, that is Jesus. That is God coming to us. That is the king over the storm walking onto us. They had no such picture, no such knowledge, no such um, expectation. So the only thing they could interpret was this is something evil. And it was a ghost. (laughs) There is something coming to attack us. And once they spoke it, they progressed to the step, the fourth step. They cried out of fear. Hallelujah. Think carefully about the four steps. The first thing is they saw. The second thing is they interpreted according to their knowledge, the understanding, the expectation they could have. Point number three, they spoke what was coming from within them. What they spoke was not necessarily the truth, but what they spoke was based on the interpretation that have gone on within them. Based on what they could imagine, they interpreted it. to It is a ghost. Not it may be a ghost. They said it is a ghost. They were sure. This is something evil. And because they did that, now the 14 kicked in, they cried out. Now they were not just terrified, they were crying out. They were shouting out of fear. Hallelujah, it was not something that was inwardly happening, now it was an outward expression of fear. And this is the progress of of fear, this is the progress of how the devil is able to hold us bound and how he's able to destroy homes destroy marriages destroy us from holding on to what god is doing hallelujah we begin to have a false interpretation of situation and we think that that is the truth and we believe it and we hold on to that false interpretation as the truth. So we get terrified and cry out of fear and and, and get worried and get broken. Marriages have been destroyed because of something someone saw and the way the person interpreted what he or she saw and because the person believed so much that his or her interpretation of the situation is the truth and not what the partner or the spouse or the other person is saying there could no more be trust there could no more be faith there could no more be joy there could no more be true love which is total trust in each other so marriage started degrading until it destroyed sometimes what you have seen has gone through can become a picture you carry unconsciously within you yes they are christians and they went through this and that and immediately you see something you interpret it based on the Knowledge you have stored, the picture you have stored, and you ah, this thing is gonna kill me. Ah, this thing is gonna. Ah, this thing is incurable. Ah, this thing it may take a process for God to do. Even when God say, "I'm done it now," it is done now. Sometimes we are not able to take it and receive it. Why? Because we cannot expect it. It is beyond our imagination. It's beyond our expectation. That is why it's important to deal with the root of what is able to cause us to cry out of fear of anxiety. Sometimes we are crying out and we get terrified when we look into the future because we can see, we can see clearly. You see, who was coming was Jesus, but their interpretation was, it is a ghost, they were sure. That is what they could come up with. They could not connect what was going on with a miracle or with anything. So what you feed on is important. What That's why I was saying, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It is important you have the right knowledge within you. So when issues come up, By the Spirit of God, you can have the right interpretation that will save your marriage, that will save your your career, that will save your ministry, that will save you. I pray that this year, what you see will not influence you negatively. What you see will activate the Word of God within you. Hallelujah. But your thinking and your emotions will not go in the negative direction but they will begin to be, be, be begin to ignite scriptures the truth of God that will rise up and resist what you are seeing. We we need to come to steady healing scripture so that when something shows up, no matter what you see, what interpretation that will go within you, it's not, yeah, this may be God's way of of punishment. Yeah, this may take up, but, but you can quickly and immediately receive the finished work of Christ for the situation. Provision, finances, you need to practice it. I need to practice what you hide in your heart. Is going to influence what you say and is eventually going to influence your behavior. What was their behavior after they started speaking the negative thing? After they started speaking what inwardly they have established for themselves to be the truth, they started reacting to the situation the way they spoke about it, the way they have inwardly pondered they cried out of here may God save us may God help you today may God help you this month What you see, you are going to interpret in the line of the truth of God's word. In the line of the new covenant blessings and promises of the Lord. Interpret things from that perspective. So what it means is that fill your heart with this truth. The blessings of the new covenant. The blessings of being a child of God. Fill your heart with these promises that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. That no matter what the enemy throws at you, you will be ready for it. When it comes to the issue of even sin and 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 being defiled, he said it's not the outward things that defile us—the food you eat, the drink you drink—that is not what makes you unholy, and all these things. It's not the outward, but what Jesus said, even even the problem of adultery and fornication, is not really the outward action. The outward action is a product of what you've been seeing, what you've been feeding on, how you interpret what you are seeing, and what you start saying about it, and then eventually produce a character. We will talk about this. Your input is important because it determines your output, and the process in between is the interpretation based on all the information you have within you to interpret what you are intaking. Grace abounds to us that your life will give the result of miracles, the results of testimonies today and this man. Listening to this message again, go through the four stages, understand them, what you see, how you interpret it, and will produce what you say. And what you say will produce a reaction a reaction a behavior a character in mike chapter 7 verse 20 to 23 you can take time and read it but he said and he said that which come out of of the man that defiled the man for from within out of the heart of men Proceed evil thought, adultery, fornication, murderous, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile them, man. Huh? So sometimes we are looking for outward things. You see, they come from within. But the key is what are you watching? What are you looking at? Hallelujah. Are you looking at the word? Are you feeding? Are you looking through it? Are you seeing the scriptures daily? Feel yourself, and you will produce the result of the scriptures. Feel yourself with other things. And to your surprise, they were coming from a miracle meeting. Don't be so sure that I've learned it all, I know it all. No, unless you set your mind on Him and allow the Holy Spirit to point things out to you, you interpret things in such a way you are sure it is the way you are interpreting it but it will be an illusion because that is not the truth may God help us because it's a fornication wickedness covetous they all come from within they all come from within you can't put the blame on someone check what is inside you father help us to really see what is within us what we have been feeding on <laughs> That, Lord Jesus, we will not blame anything in any situation. And two, we will not believe the false interpretation we have to be the truth. Because it can happen to us, even when we are just coming from a, a, a time with the Lord. So help us, Lord, that we can have an open heart to receive what you are doing and how you are doing it to your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.